So, so my buddy and I are sitting in this restaurant and um, we were sitting right at the window. It's a cold November day in, in, uh, in London. We're somewhere in Soho and this pair of tits <laughs> walks past that window. Dude, these were tits that needed their own postcode. <laughs> It they was, had a they had a life of their own. They they, they were independent, independent of the woman. They were flabbergastingly big, and they were hardly covered. I'm talking like on a cold day. On a cold day. So this it was it was a tall, beautiful woman that was sporting two of the most amazing examples of female genitalia, and it was it was one of those where my noise was way too loud in that restaurant. <laughs> so I was like, my buddy doesn't see the lady, yeah, and I only see titties, and I go, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> it's like see, the monkey brain just kicks in. You know, sometimes when you see tits, you do this nice thing. It's like, seen this? Mm -hmm. Like you, you know, like, you you do this little wink to your mates and stuff, it's like because you want to enjoy it together, yeah. right? Yeah. This, yeah, is, yeah. this is something for sharing. But I was way too loud. It was it was like I, I've seen a car accident and now I can't stare away. <laughs> so, the, the inner gorilla was just like yeah, beat your chest immediately. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> and as they are wobbling past, I point and I say, watch this to my buddy across the table. To the, now where were the boobs pointing? The boobs were pointing towards me, but they were kind of like passing. Uh, open, so so I, I saw I saw them coming towards me yeah. like a freight train, and then <laughs> I saw them go past me like mm. a nice ship, you know, like yeah. ever given or something. It's like just a uh -huh. massive fucking tanker yeah, going past. Eclipse. Insane. And um, behind me, and I didn't clock that at the time. Behind me are two old ladies. <laughs> who already took a liking into me and my buddy sitting there and having wine. So as I do make this noise, these two old ladies look at my buddy, who then looks at the titties. <laughs> the old ladies look at the titties as well, look back at my buddy and go thumbs up. <laughs> I mean, some things are just undeniable. <laughs> Like the, the, the everyone woman, can appreciate the, it. The titties. It's not even a woman. It's the titties. It's, yeah. it's the woman had a fluorescent green oh jacket. My God. It's like it was all about showing those off. It was isn't that fucking just, fantastic. Isn't that just a gift from God? Oh man! <laughs> and, and as we are walking out, my buddy turns around to the old ladies and just waves. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? It's like, <laughs> we had a bit of a conversation with it. You were not premium. <laughs> Uh, it's funny when you occasionally you see like like a lady who's so fucking hot that you just like i mean i saw one like this what's that uh foxtown in uh, lugano at oh, the outlet store yeah yeah, yeah yeah and uh i was there with my kids we'd all sort of split up to go and look in different shops i see this this one she was like i don't know 28 maybe and geez i was like this is just fucking wrong. <laughs> this is like, how do you get all of that in one person? Like the tits, the ass, the whole, but also her whole being is like, she must've been Latin American. It was just like, this is just fuck. And then she goes into Victoria's Secret. And, oh, and in your head, you're just pulling out of control. <laughs> yeah. And I, and then I just creepily like, no nope. found an excuse to stand, to stand outside victoria's secret for longer than i needed to like I, i'm so, just waiting for my kids to come back yeah. <laughs> like, when did the police arrest you for no, I, didn't, exposure? I did nothing creepy it was to reduce the misogyny of this episode so far <laughs> ladies check your breasts regularly for cancer for lumps breast, breast cancer is a, a real thing so, <laughs> that, so that we can ogle, the we can ogle them for we'll longer check them for you exactly if you want if, <laughs> ask someone you love to check your breast go yeah. to go to xyzpod.com slash breast checkup no don't oh, do that. no don't <laughs> harry no oh, harry <laughs> What, are you going to do, like, virtual <laughs> Zoom calls? It would do whatever it takes. <laughs> or, like, Uber. will show up at your house. You can I, I think that's the next th that's the next level of porn. It's going to be 4D. 
<laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> because, it, like, the, the virtual Dang. checkup thing. Yeah. It's like the... So from breast cancer to tit jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, cancer is a, is a, is a thing. Um, wow, that was the most <laughs> unconvincing <laughs> way of saying uh, it. <laughs> fuck it out. Enjoy your titties. I already got them, ladies. <laughs> All right. with the message. Wow. Let's start the show. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is we just wait first. We just wait. Oh, do it, Harry. Jesus. Yeah. There you go. This is what we wait for. It, you know, this gets cut out every time. DJ, whatever it's Whatever. Go, Christian. This is the X, Y, and Z podcast. Oh. I'm here with my man, Dina Hira. Yo. And my man, Harry Fox. What up? Good day, everyone. My name is Christian Breaker. Um, I'm back. Can I just return to our intro a second? I saw this funny thing on on Reddit this week. Said, which celebrities do you hate the most? And someone <laughs> up up top was DJ Khaled. Yeah, damn straight. Because they said I have, and someone said a really insightful thing. They just said I've never seen him do anything I thought was in the least bit authentic. <laughs> it's like it's exactly like his entire existence is fake. Welcome just to a, celebrity. Yeah, but it's some sort of like George Clooney is kind of George Clooney. Like, like if 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 you met him, you'd have to dig yeah, hard. But I don't to consider find... George Clooney a celebrity per se. I consider him an actor, i.e., an artist first. But there are okay, there are oh, wow. all, there are all <laughs> yeah, like Kim Kardashian. Do, 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 celebrity know what I mean? first. Celebrity first means Jack shit. It's plastic. It's Tupperware of. Wow, that comparison. It's a. I mean, there's as much silicon in Kim as a Tupperware anyway. In my kitchen. <laughs> but there's also something new inside Kim. Pete Davidson. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. He's banging Kim. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that Road Trip, the movie? No, yes. Yes, no. Yeah, when the thin guy is in bed with that big black lady. <laughs> no, I don't remember so that. That has been going around as a meme recently. It's just like a picture of this big black lady touching that mm. tiny white boy. It's like, I show this picture to my kids and tell them, this is Pete Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, like Pete Davidson is an SNL comedian who is now sleeping with or seeing... Kanye West's ex-wife. <laughs> like, I mean, you gotta and if you look at Pete, like he's, he's You were a, you were making a misogyny quote before. Oh. I love how you went there. It's like she's not even a woman in her own right. I don't, I don't respect this person at all. I don't care what or who she is. She's the most fake plastic idea of celebrity you can get. A celebrated it is sex a, tape. It, it yeah, is a, she, exactly that. It she, is a weird move for Pete Davidson, actually. I love it though, because he's like the the weird the weird kid. He's like the broken. I identify with him because he's sick yeah, and yeah, mentally yeah. ill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and funny. So that's fun. <laughs> that movie? Did you? What's the movie with with Bill Burr playing his dad? Oh, uh, 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 I know this one, King of New York, King, yeah, King yeah, of yeah. Staten Island. Yeah, that movie oh. made me cry three times. Please go watch it. Pete Davidson, King of Staten Island. Great movie. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. But uh, that to Kim Kardashian is, he's, <laughs> I think he's, he's, that's like calling an airstrike on your own position because he's going to tie him up in a bunch of celebrity no bullshit. That, this is like, he's cr climbing up the ladder of celebrity girls. So but, do you reckon yeah. he turned around now? Oh, he's hit the peak? Mm, maybe. I mean, I hope he's peaking occasionally. <laughs> but I feel that with antidepressants, he's not. He's dude. probably not. No. I feel the Kim Kardashian franchise has passed its peak. Like he's he's getting late to this party. Like he's like <laughs> when they got rid of Lamar Odom in that family, it's done. It's fucking done. Yeah, there's no white boy that's gonna see anything compared no. to what they do. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Uh, this is funny. If if uh, famous comedians played us in movies, I think I'd love if Pete Davidson did me. Bill Burr can do Harry. Yeah. <laughs> Who does Christian? Hugh Jackman. <laughs> yeah, the non-comedian. <laughs> Fuck you. No, I, didn't, I mean, I thought of the most handsome actor I could think. It's of. gonna be Tim Dillon playing Christian. 
because I feel like... Do you like reckon I'm growing into Tim Dillon? You're a little <laughs> bit like the Swiss Tim Dillon. Wow! <laughs> because because cause Tim Dillon's got this weird background in sales and he's like... And you, like, he's got inside, like, so baseball. Do you on. think I should wear more I, polo shirts from Ralph Lauren just yeah, to fit and in? And you, you've got that with the banking. You know that whole scene. <laughs> you know what Swiss people... And, you, and instead of, like... Yeah, like Tim so, Dillon so does. The, the just... Swiss version of Long Island. <laughs> exactly. <It's> like, <laughs> what's the Hamptons in Switzerland? Is it like Lugano? <laughs> I don't know. What, no, it's definitely it's got to be around Syria. It's got to be Gold Coast. Ah, I don't fuck. know your first world references here. I'm African. <laughs> <laughs> what's money? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm allowed to do that. Fucking hell. Uh, yeah, so I went through a third world country recently. Which one? Uh, the UK. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. It fucking is, man. It really How's is. How's the COVID situation there? You know what? The UK The UK is basically a third world country with working internet. That's that's all it is. Actually, yeah. that's a lie. Thailand has better internet. Than oh. Me. Yeah. What are you trying to say about Thailand? I love Thailand. <laughs> what, what are you on about? Like, I'm just creating clout. I should I be defending my nation? Oi, don't fucking talk about my fucking country that way, you cunts. Yeah, that's exactly the reason why. <laughs> it is such full of douchebaggery. Yeah. So, so, okay, there's this whole pandemic happening, right? Uh, you arrive in London and no one gives a flying fuck. Nobody. It's no one. Pretty sure. Nothing. No masks. I've nothing. never been asked for a certificate. Never. Uh, not even at the airport. Really? I was waltzing through that thing. Just like it, arriving Heathrow, it was nothing, zero. Nothing. No, you, you go to the tube. They ha, there is a sign that you should probably wear if you so please a mask whilst really? you're in the tube. And I'm like, yeah, uh, let's put that fucker on because no one else does. Wow, it's such British um, politeness. Because <laughs> you don't mind, please wear a mask. Yeah, it is. A, mind the gap <laughs> and your passengers, you cunt. Like, put the mask on, Jesus Christ. Wow, it's fucking weird, actually, because like what they were projecting in the news is right? like that they're fucking all gone crazy, like, lockdown, military, mad. yeah, nineteen eighty four shit. And in, and in <laughs> nothing, zero. Really? No, they had their lockdown. They basically think it's all done now. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. I was sitting in a comedy club and um, obviously not performing. Oh, where'd you go? Where'd you go? Soho Theater. Okay. I saw a guy called Alfie Brown. Fucking legend. Shout out to Alfie. Um, he will be a future guest on this podcast, I we, hope. Um, we'll know you're listening one day, um, Alfie. Absolute legend. Uh, yeah, Soho Theater downstairs. Uh, brilliant comedy club in London. And uh, it was packed to the rafters. No masks. No checks. Zero. Shit, dude. God it's like damn. the olden days. Everyone got drunk on gin. <sighs> but that makes me proud to be English because it's, it's like... Uh, <laughs> we succeeded. No, because here's the fucked up shit. Is that, is that when I was, I don't know, whatever age I was, like early teens, they, they blew up the hotel Margaret Thatcher was in. You remember that? The IRA mm. bombed a that's, hotel. That's yeah. so cool. And Margaret Thatcher just dusted off and said, business as usual, fellows. <laughs> and that she's was such a cunt. Yeah, but it was that. She's a it, cockroach. But that was, totally. that was the England that I grew up in. It was just like. It's With like, a lizard we, as, at its head. Yeah. But it was this idea of like the Germans tried to bomb us. It's the stiff upper lip. Yeah. Along comes whatever it was, like July 7th and, and War on Terror and all this shit. And they totally oh, abandoned that. Bombing. Yeah, but they totally abandoned that to to like this, this American-driven paranoia. Well, you know, you pay an industry with that shit. Like, I, I wonder how much money was made with Pollards on bridges in London. Oh, fucking shit. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. That, that yeah, stuff is still around. Yeah, yeah. But but it, it but it was just bizarre to me that to go from like this yeah we're not gonna let the terrorists win we're just gonna ignore them which was how we handled the IRA to like like oh ISIS is but no actually yeah. this is how it, the UK treated Ireland for m hundreds of years yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. fucking Still ignore do. them <laughs> and just have them die of fucking famines and shit it's like yeah, it kind of worked <laughs> oh my god I mean they had to go and create America 
That's how bad it got. But it gets people motivated. Wow. I still have 25 million Americans because, like, I'm technically Irish as a new fucking no. nightmare. Yeah, I mean, like, imagine Al Qaeda, ISIS, if I got them motivated the same way, they go and do something in Dubai, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Turn that place into a great <laughs> party. Take over Yemen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Just without the alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Irish can drink. Oh, dude. <laughs> can they just? So, so you, but so you, you hit. So, how many people in the club? I would say eighty. Damn, that's nice. Nice gig. Yeah, it was a good gig. So it was just this guy, Alfie Brown. Yeah, and it was an hour show. Um, it, yeah, in in the Soa Theater. Uh, for those who've never been there, there's a bunch of different rooms. Um, so th there's like uh, the downstairs part, and uh, there's a proper theater room as well. The downstairs part is a bit more like comedy club setup, um, little tables and shit. Uh, yeah, um, just one guy, no opener, nothing, just that guy coming out cold, fucking killing it. What's the uh, comedy scene like in London? It's the politics amongst comedians, isn't it? Like kind of cutthroat jealousy type like uh dude i wish i knew yeah <laughs> somebody told me that once it was kind of like the the comics are very guarded amongst themselves i've done two open mics in london at the same place because yeah. of adrian taus oh, okay <laughs> that's it it used to so be, i know nothing i mean yeah. it used to be i remember listening to a stuart lee interview talking about it used to be the way into any type of entertainment you had to go to oxford and cambridge and stuart lee oh that's politics yeah, kind of. Eaton, darling. No, cause he got, he got a, I think Stuart Lee went to Cambridge. He got in there by luck, like on a scholarship. And Stephen and Fry was a co an Oxford kid as yeah, well. All yeah, the, all, the gr all the great English entertainers went to one of them. Because, and, <laughs> and Stuart Lee explained once how this worked is that he, uh, he got invited to do a show somewhere. And then he talked to the promoter and he goes, and in the conversation, it's like, yeah, and I saw you went to Cambridge, so uh, of course you can go. Fuck search. off. Yeah. And that's that's kind of how it used to work. I don't know if that's still a thing. Probably is. That's that's I, the that's how the class system... I've seen some shows in London where the act definitely did not go to any prestigious college. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. I can't tell you that much. <laughs> that exists too, but yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Carr definitely didn't go to high school. <laughs> No, he fucking did. He, I, I actually I saw an interview with him. That motherfucker almost worked at Price Waterhouse Coopers. He was oh, kill me to, now. He used to work in marketing for Shell. Yeah, so he's been a prick his whole life. Yeah, <laughs> you don't like him? Roasted. No, I, I like his comedy. He's okay. <laughs> he's okay. Yeah, he's okay. Yeah. <laughs> for a one-liner guy, I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> no narrative. No, I get what you're saying because there's something about Jimmy Carr that it's like you laugh a lot, but in the end, it's like there's nothing left behind. At least he gets laughs. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's. But I get placed to all three of us here. Think, so. Yeah, it's exactly yeah, yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. But, but the thing Come is, the it's like there's some uh, who was that Pepito, uh, Eddie Pepito, or something. I forgot the name of this guy. I, I watched this thing. Jack, Jack, our buddy Jack, who did the podcast, Jack Roberts, sent me a link. It's this, it's this American guy. And his, his, his Eddie thing, Pepitone. Eddie Pepitone, yeah. Uh, fucking hilarious. But it leaves you with a sense of something. Like there was an idea. There was something. It, like, like listening to it, you feel slightly changed. But Jimmy Carr... Do you do you think that's necessary for comedy though? Let's let's stick with that for a bit because that that's a fascinating conversation for me. There is because I'm I'm not sure if this is just because of our time, um, but I feel like there is a lot of comedians that are mediocre in their writing, but they want to tell a story, as in you know moral high ground, fucking blah blah blah, um, instead of writing proper jokes first. <laughs> I don't think that should be the intention. You should never be trying to preach and Trevor, you should be Tre funny. Yeah, Trevor Noah tried tried this once. Um, I think it's what, gone writing hard, a horribly joke? wrong. <laughs> no, apart from stealing jokes, shout out to Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> and doing, taking over from <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah, Trevor's been accused of stealing jokes. Whatever. There was a, a moment in one of Trevor's specials, a local uh, Joe Berg special, um, 
And I'm going to say the racial slur that he uses in context here because what he did try, and I do applaud him for this because it was a great, it was a great show, and I did like Trevor Noah a lot back then. Um, but he tries to change the word, uh, the c word. In context here, he says the word kaffa, which is yeah. a terrible, terrible racial slur there. But he gets everyone to call everyone else that c word in the show at the show. He's like, "You're a c word, and you're a c word. I'm a c word. We're all c words," you know. So he tried to like kind of change the context, like the way they did with the N word in America. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure somebody left the show and was like, "You're a c word," and they got stabbed or something. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he basically created victims. <laughs> yeah. Basically, just a bunch of white idiots wandering around town going c word. <laughs> There is a, a similar one that happened in Australia with the term walk. Um, a walk, it was um, an immigrant from uh, Greece or Italy. Um, yeah, they yeah. came to Australia during the, the, <coughs> second, the second war. Um, and uh, this was a derogatory term from Anglo-Saxon whiteies um, for these guys. We're creative uh, with those names. Very and now, but, but it, it, as you just described, it's it has been completely repurposed. So it's nice. now used by the walks, <laughs> referring to themselves as walks. Yeah. <laughs> what do you call yourself, Harry? <laughs> I call myself Harry. No, but like, what kind of racial slur do you call yourself? Ginger. <laughs> yeah, but it's a ginger. Okay, wait. I I realize you've been you've been throwing Ranga dick and stuff into this podcast many times. I actually looked this up recently because do you know where Ranga? comes from no it comes from, exactly ha. really yeah 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 Ooh. but <laughs> but the thing i need to care like if you want to see the color of my pubes it's this color uh. we don't it's this chest hair it's not ginger the only ginger part of me is the beard like it's some right. genetic <laughs> you know you got different genes uh. like the bald he does not yeah. like to be identified as a rank i have different not, genes i have I'm, levi's yeah, I, have, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't i don't like to be misidentified <laughs> misgingered so you don't like being misgingered <laughs> But you don't mind misgingering other people, but you he's, bastard. Never, he's mis- gingerifying every conversation. <laughs> it's gingerification. I, I mean, <laughs> the reason I know I'm not because I'm very sensitive to being sunlight to stabbing and stuff. Apparently, gingers they have, the part of being a true ginger is you your pain threshold is way higher than most humans. What the fuck are you talking yeah, that about? That explains my mother. It's real, <laughs> really. It's real. It's apparently the the gene that makes you ginger. That explains why Scottish are such fucking lunatics. Yeah, the Vikings. They yeah, were yeah, completely yeah. mental because they have no fear. What? No, they just, they just don't they have feel no soul. They don't feel pain the way. <laughs> if you don't see the sun for the large part of the year i think you have no soul welcome to my life dude (laughs) (laughs) it's eternal darkness i am so white (laughs) and privileged (laughs) yeah so was i um gallivanting around london to be honest yeah i felt incredibly privileged staring at objectifying ladies so what brought on this uh, london trip um I needed I needed a break. I needed to leave this country for once. Okay. Just, you know, I needed a mugger. Like, just some form of s- cynical conversation or something. <laughs> just, <laughs> you know, something with personality. Just, yeah. You know, some something dirty. We went to East London. <laughs> there's a great... There's a great restaurant called Lahore Kebab House <laughs> in Oldgate East. And oh, wow. You get a blowjob and a donut. You get, you know, it's it's mostly men serving food, and they have very interesting beards, and it's a BYO situation. And those uh, are some of the best. And we went there, my buddy and I, because this kind of like, you know, we we used to work there, and uh, not at Lahore Kebab House. They wouldn't have white people serving food, that's for sure. Um, but uh, we used to work uh, nearby, and my buddy had an apartment in Oldgate, and uh, we were like, all right, let's go there for all time sick and stuff and it was still the exact same shit it was just and again no fucking moss nothing they were just throwing their curries around it's like <laughs> I here have some white boy sounds but great. I think that's how we got to deal with this pandemic from now on it's just like fuck it we're done eat curry we're done we got the medicine now to handle it fuck it yeah but the oh, yeah but anyway let, the, let the other cunts die out um 
Yeah. So you you went back. You met old buddies. I people met, living there. Yeah, I, I met um, one of my buddies that I used to work with, and we're just hanging for the weekend, and it, it was it was really good. You know, because I didn't really leave Europe since March 2020, which again it sounds very privileged. I do understand that. And um, now now England brexited, you could actually leave yeah, Europe. Yeah, so I left the continent. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, so like, good. leaving the continent is not very hard in this part of the world. Well, it kind of was. I mean, yeah, it was. But like, I mean, you, I'm just defending your white privilege comment. Oh, okay, fair enough. Like, I left Europe. <laughs> but I'm like, it's not that hard. You no, just walk not. a couple hundred meters that way. Yeah. And off you go. <laughs> yeah. True. Yes. No, it was it was it was very relaxed um, uh, to leave the continent. I didn't yeah. have to take a steamboat and write letters to my parents for three months or something. <laughs> that, that, that didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget about the the freight the freight carrier. <laughs> Jesus. Did, did you ever you know the you know the movie Apocalypse Now? It's a bit of a long winded thing but you know the movie apocalypse now? yes is an 80s reference yeah yeah if have you not watched apocalypse now? i have okay fantastic movie and and it's all about this journey up this river into cambodia it's actually based on this book called the heart of darkness uh which is the same story it's a, but some belgians going up the congo in africa and then <laughs> The Jesus. and there's this comedian called Robert Newman who he, he I love that guy. He used to be in a partnership with another guy called David Badil, who ended up becoming a sports comedian and just TV sports personality. But Robert Newman, he did this. He did his own version of The Heart of Darkness, and he sets it up the same way as the book. He's like these guys are on the steamboat on the River Thames, and they're like. And he, he builds it up. Going, this, going from South End on sea. Yeah, and he builds up the same thing. And then he goes, and then the music came on, the lights came on, and the disco boat went down the Thames. <laughs> <laughs> and he just like, he did it beautifully. Uh, Wasn't there a whale in the Thames recently? Really? I th- well, I, did Boris go swimming? Ah, uh, got him. Got Boom. him, him and Angela Merkel. Boom. <laughs> Fuck, that would be amazing. I heard there was a whale or a, a dolphin. or Like a small whale. A small whale came through the Thames, I believe. I could be wrong. Could be. I gotta check does the out. queen own whales? Well, now she does. Do you know they have... all the peacocks or swans or what is it? <laughs> she owns all the swans and, and all the dolphins. Yeah, she owns everything. Fuck her. But do you know about the Bring bomb, down the patriarchy. The various bombs in the Thames. Like there's there's a bunch, like in the Thames Estuary, a bit outside of London, there's suppose there was a, a some munitions ship that sunk, and that shit they did diffuse none of the stuff, so it's all just <laughs> bombs slowly rusting. And if that if they if one of those goes off, yeah, but it's underwater. It's gonna it's just gonna be a big splash. Probably not. Maybe it's, a disco boat how, might how go down. How far down the Thames? Like you know, we have City Airport there. It's, <laughs> it's close <laughs> enough to Manchester. <laughs> no, it's further. I believe it's further out than that. And it's cordoned off. Like boats aren't allowed to go near it. Every kind of couple of months, they send some divers down to go. Ah, it looks like we're still ah, they're still rusting. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I guess it's, it's like in theory they should just rust and then diffuse naturally, but. That's what's going to happen it's, to Harry. One day. It's interesting that you mentioned this I because when, when I, let's timestamp <laughs> this properly because when I was in London, uh, it was the 11th of November. And young Harry, you should know what that means. That means, mm, yeah, fucking my mom's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, November. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was September. I was no. wrong, 11th of November. Yeah. What's eleventh of November? So, is it Guy Fawkes? No, no it's the it's Poppy Day. It's what? Wait, it's Poppy Day. It's like the oh, fucking smoke, uh, oh the, it's uh, the dead soldier kind of celebration. It's World yeah. War, World War One celebration, yeah. I think. Yeah. And this is the time when you have to walk around London with uh, a red uh, a red little flower on your coat or whatever. A plastic one. And yeah. I know, and I know your ideas when it comes to group pressure, Harry. Um, did you ever feel pressured to wear one of those poppies? Uh, yeah, I got I got made as we used to have to do it in school, and then <laughs> you and had then they, to wear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to donate a pound. 
Uh, I think there's various levels of it. First, first, they groomed us by just giving them out for free. Then I think they were like conning our parents into we, kids have got to bring money. And then at some point, they even had us pushing poppies on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That sounds very UK. And it's it, very UK. It's, it's, it's great. No, it's, and it's, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know where that, I guess that money goes to some veterans fund. Yeah, it's supposed to go to the vets. But by now, all of them have died. So it's just going to some cunt who's well, related no, you to had the a court. bunch of wars <laughs> since then. Like, I mean, veterans are not something that just dies out. I bet if you check where that money's going. So years ago, all right, bank. Back in the day when I was working in London, <laughs> It's coming out. The London boys, bit of a kind of London. Fucking yeah, I was, a bit, such a I was a bit of a geezer, man. That's not a northerner. You're, I'm a southerner. You're a northerner. I'm not. I grew up near I've the south. I've never heard you go, oh, for all right, fucking year. I never. Even in tense situations, never, your default never, is, how dare you? I never really had an accent, basically. Like, like, like my family. Oh, proper Everyone in London says this, and then they are a taxi driver from Essex. And you go like, you have a fucking accent. When, oh, I God. hardly understand you. I need subtitles. When when physically endangered, you adopt an accent. <laughs> That's how that works. All right. But, so I was working at this company, first job out of university, and we we uh, it was like an international career company. We had systems in different companies. One of them was in Greenpeace. I used to have to go and visit Greenpeace. Oh, hypocrites. As I got to know those, fucking, it made me realize that pretty much every major charity that you know, Oxfam, the whole lot, Bullshit. is just a fucking scam to hand some privileged kids a, mm-hmm. a shit ton of money. Mm-hmm. Like, amount of money that actually goes to helping people, Not more much. or less none. And what they, and even what they do is like, like I know, if there's like, oh, we're going to help some country in Africa... They just go to the local dictator and say, would you like uh, five million British pounds? And they're like, of course. Sure, we'll, dis- we'll distribute that to all my three wives and ten children. And that's... Gallivanting down. This is how Jacob Zuma built Nkantla. It was all British donation. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's fucking crazy. And, and yeah, so... But I bet you if you check the money on the Poppy Foundation by now, that's corrupt as fuck. It's... I, I doubt there's any oversight on to, to me it was just so flabbergasting it's the first time that I clocked it how much pressure there is to get involved you know like you want to wear that thing and I saw I saw an old lady walking down the street with one of those uh, poppy thingies but it was made out of diamonds oh and it's like God, that yeah. defeats every Fuck. single fucking oh, purpose God. like what a dumb cunt like do you know what this is about <laughs> my husband died <laughs> oh he clearly didn't he, was, uh, he, he, he left a lot of money he, behind. he, he was a no, ten- he left her for being a twat like <laughs> seriously i don't know i mean i mean growing part of the reason why i had to leave england is because there's like so much of this stupid mythology it's like growing up in a country that is a dying empire or a dead empire, uh, but still is got all the bullshit. It's like, I don't know, it, 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 like I'm trying to draw an analogy. It's like many middle-aged people, especially men, who are just talking about how great they were. At football when they were like 17. Yeah, now yeah. they're a, a fat cunt who, who smokes 50 a day and <laughs> it's like would die the most. Okay, this was my favorite experience in London, by the way, Harry. What? Going to an old man's pub. It, it, that is the one thing. that is You can celebrate wrong. any, an, a rising empire or a dying empire. It doesn't matter. The pub is always perfect. Yeah. And we went, oh, it, it, was, it was pure gold. It was one of those where you walk in and you have that tinge of rotten beer. Like, you know, the, the sourness of spilled pints. And you walk in there and there was like a group of sweaty Essex cunts just in the corner, just screaming about some football match that no one cares about. And just like smashing beers like they would go out of fashion. Like within half an hour, they they were drowning in like three pints. And I'm like, how... Mm. How is this even? How do you go home to wives or whatever if they have any? Mm. It's just like it was fantastic. I loved every moment of it. I like that they go home early, like uh, London in general kind of closes at 11, 12. Yeah, it kind of still does actually. Yeah. It does that like South Africa? Like they go out early, they slam all their drinks and, and get wasted in the record time. Yeah, 12 o'clock comes around, they're all going home. 
Was it the same thing in South Africa? It's like a war zone when the pubs close. Um, like, it's a war zone generally all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Increased level of violence, like when the pubs. I empty. think there's like a, a peak at some point, and then everything closes down. So it's before <laughs> the shutdown. So th- you never had twenty four hour clubs. Um, there was like one or two, but if you're out at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, so you like shit. It's a late one. This is a late one, guys. Two hours is a late one. No, like yeah, sorry, two a.m. Two a.m. Yeah, two two a.m. But uh, so here's the question: because like, don't you miss that shit in Switzerland? Like, I don't, I can't think of at two a.m. Even the Oliver Twist or somewhere like that, I can't think of anywhere that gives that 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 feeling of like, I hate my life. So does everyone else here, and that's fantastic. Like that feeling of everything is shit. Like, because to me, you're Zurich, really painting a picture. No, because it's like I, I used to when I had hair. <laughs> I mean, there was this barber I used to go to, and it was these three dudes, uh, and nobody fucking spoke. There was hair all over the floor. No one cleaned. <laughs> they didn't give fucking chit chat. You just came in. You said what you want to go on, mate. And then, and then you like, cut your hair. No, they all looked like shit. They were drinking hard last night. No one speak. It was like this is a male wellness oasis. That it's is just, fucking fantastic. Yeah, and they, wouldn't, they wouldn't do that um, douchebag thing that you have. And it's like, would you like a beer or a gin and tonic? With this, like, <sighs> fuck off. Cut fuck. my hair, man. <laughs> I went. I went to this place in in Niederdorf. This Italian men's barbers. Fucking guy wanted to massage my beard. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I don't need a young Italian man massaging my beard. That makes me question my whole sexuality. I just want a fucking haircut. Well, that tells me. That, that says more about you than it does yeah, about yeah. that man, it's actually. Not about, it's not about the Italian culture, Harry. It's, it's more about you. Dude, grow a beard and then let someone I have, massage I have it. a beard and if Italian man can easily massage my yeah, beard. Give me another 10 years. I would be less conflicted with an Italian man sucking my cock. The ma- the beard massage was why, just why fucking that so weird. weird. Oh, it's because Harry projects all his masculinity into his beard. Oh, <laughs> now we have it. <laughs> Maybe. But <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, clearly. Are you talking to me on my beard? <laughs> it's just like, it, it's like. I don't know. It'd be like getting a hand massage from a dude. When did you start you growing your beard, by the way? Uh, not that long ago. Yeah, like, because I saw a picture of you when you were already bald yeah, without yeah. a beard. I looked like a mole. <laughs> <laughs> and then I realized that's a bad look. It's a bad look. It's a shit look. I look like Mike Gledshill. Shout out to Mike. <laughs> 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 I know you're listening. Got him. Mike, gotta grow a beard. You look way better. <laughs> Maybe bit, maybe he suffers from the same affliction as I do, and it's, it's kind of permanent <laughs> teenage face. Yeah. It's, it really is a pure that. authority thing, but uh, it's actually it's actually thanks to my Swiss ex. She's like, "You have red beard, and you're not growing that shit. Are you fucking nuts?" I mean, it's this weird thing. Captain like, Red Beard. Go- Here we go. Girlfriends like slightly trying to pimp their boyfriend, and she's like, "You need to grow your red beard." Do you know how crazy women would go for this? And I'm like, all right. And it's true. <laughs> and uh, he's <laughs> single. It's, it's, it's my <laughs> only. And, and then I left her. <laughs> it's, it's my last remaining asset, basically. <laughs> the last <laughs> thing that. Yeah. <laughs> I do miss places like this, though, where, you know, that I've only seen this in, in, in the UK. I've, like, pop culture in the UK is, is very specific to, to itself. Um, and there, there's a bunch of countries that try to have that as well. Like you have it in Anglo-Saxon countries. You, you have, but you have it. In, do you have it in SA as well? Um, there's, there's kind of a pop culture, but it's usually um, reserved for the the trashier white people <laughs> like myself. <laughs> what does that mean? So, so people, it's, it's not like every creed. No, will it's, go there. no, it's not every creed thing. It's uh, Afrikaans culture definitely prefer pubs. Yeah. Say, you know, get pub lunch and stuff. Nice, um, nice. Uh, yeah, I let's just say I don't frequent pubs in SA. Right. Okay. Only the crack alley behind them. <laughs> <laughs> but what, do you have like what's your what's your your rejuvenation spot? Do you like? Is there a thing that you like? The mall, bro. The mall. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. No, look. Um, this is what I love about Europe and London specifically. 
is that everything's an outside. There's no such thing as malls anywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. But South Africa definitely adopted the, um, the American, American way? Western way of living. Oh, That's fuck. super fucked up. But also, it's in terms of ge- geography, there's nothing else to do. Especially where I come from and Joburg and stuff. Like, you don't go to the city. It's a shithole, yeah. unlike London, apart from certain bars, I believe. <laughs> um, but generally, like, what else do you do? There's nothing to do but go to the mall or go home. Are you are you also governed by air conditioning the way the Americans are? Like, uh, no, not really. What do you do okay. at the mall though? That that was always walk around the mall, dude. Go to the mug and bean and have some breakfast and look at Mr. Price for a T-shirt. <laughs> Go to the movies. I don't know. Fucking whatever you do at a mall these days. Jesus yeah, okay. Christ! I yeah. mean, the first time I encountered that properly, I was at a state in Washington State. Fucking, it scared me so it's much. horrible. Because you, you, there's an emptiness. Yeah. It, you, like, you can't fucking walk anywhere. And life is your shitty house with the TV on all the time. Yeah, the car. Or the, mall. Yeah. the car and the mall. It's like, how do you not go fucking insane? Why do you, how do you not invade other countries, <laughs> <laughs> but then get too lazy to do that and invent drones so that you can stay in yeah, your... Yeah, you remote control your wars now. It's, it's like, fucked. <laughs> but I don't know, the nearest thing to, actually, I got, I got an old buddy of mine coming this weekend to visit. From where? From the UK. He's, well, he lives in Berlin now, but I know, I think I know him since I was like 11 or something. We used to hang out at the same pub. <coughs> he's at 11 a, smoking the first cigarettes yeah yeah, yeah. and he, he's given me a program a very deep because he's a dad as well he's given me a detailed program of what he wants to happen because he, he he wants to get shit faced he's a man that needs a break from his family badly but yeah. we're gonna go to the whatever it is Mike's cheese shop shout out to, to hell Mike. yeah and that is one place I gotta say you wouldn't think it in the viaduct and it's, it's called something else now. It's called British Cheese Emporium or something. Uh, rebranded. But Mike, Mike used to do comedy. I don't know if we get the end of the story of Mike. But, and if you go there, you get a platter of cheese and, they, and you're getting these English beers. And there's people around there that, like, it's the one place that, aside from the choice, which is just like, like binge drinking. But here it's like, you're getting drunk, you're eating cheese, you get into interesting conversations with people that aren't being a twat. And that's rare. Yeah, there's very the few city. places like this in the city. Most places, if you start talking to someone, you immediately regret it. Uh, unless <laughs> unless the places are temporary, like the Christmas market. Shout out to the Christmas market. It opens on Thursday. <laughs> really? We're not doing that, Christian. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of the Christmas market, uh, uh, the one in Bellevue where you have like mulled wine and shit. It's awesome. What What's it, wrong with you? No, it was. It was, and then some fucking product manager got a hold of it, and they're like, "Oh, glue vine. Like, so we need to reinvent. We need white glue vine and red glue vine." Yeah. And, okay. The and, white glue vine can go and suck it. And like a thousand different like artisanal glue vine it's like fuck <laughs> glue vine is fucking glue vine and weirdly enough the best glue vine i've had in years is going to visit my mum uh, outside the station in Göttingen in germany that was authentic way glue vines meant to taste the shit you buy in zurich now is all product managed twattery <laughs> that doesn't taste good yeah but go, go work at the christmas pay- market for an evening go work yeah no you'll hate it no no i I would never exactly (laughs) this is why i don't go anywhere did you work there it's cold why did you work there i had to work there why i don't want to talk about it okay fair (laughs) enough really come on we got to do this man no this is for some old company we were selling the gin that gin bottle did you have like shout out to turricum gin they're actually pretty awesome i'm sure everyone's had one yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. i got to design one of the bottles for them Oh and my god! They were selling it, and then you had to go and sell it as well. Yeah. Oh damn! Did you yeah. have to wear like reindeer antlers? Like, uh, no, you just had to pretend to be nice to people. Yeah, and all these assholes oh, drinking But dude, it's a lot you, of twattery there. What kind of that's like chick magnet stuff? They 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 gin. love that gin, the Turricum gin. They're like, oh, that's. I mean, gin is a ladies' drink first it is. and foremost. It I'll is. Tell you. I mean, I'll drink it, but. <laughs> okay yeah no. i mean because 
I don't know. I've noticed like I've I've seen I've seen Swiss ladies going crazy for some gin that came from somewhere in Sarnen or something. Yeah, but okay. So this whole gin thing is actual bullshit anyway. Yeah. It's, yeah. So gin is great. I, I, I like a good gin. It is a ladies' drink, regardless. It's not gender gin here. Um, <laughs> it's pretty fucking gangster that stuff. In the UK, then they used to smuggle that shit in and out amongst. Yeah, the, you the, told the story. No, the they, they made it. They made it there the because they didn't want to bring in the French stuff. There you go. Fuck the French. Yeah. Drink some gin. That's pretty manly shit right there. Gin, gin was gin was basically served in, in wheelbarrows, which <laughs> to me is still, that's my favorite image. It's I want to have wheelbarrow gin guy in Zurich just walking down Bahnhofstrasse. <laughs> we just have a swig out of like a, a ladle. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing, but it, I tell you why it was badass is because it's that fucking beef eater gin. That really shitty gin that smells like yeah. pine fluid detergent. Mm -hmm. And that's all that existed when I was a kid. So I hate gin. But now you've got all these artisanal gins, gin that smells like, like I don't know, roses or something. There is, yeah. there is so many of those now. And then, I mean, come on, gin is made. Gin is supposed to be made of dog shit ingredients. That's what it's supposed to be. It's like vodka. You don't ask like if if you if the farmer with three teeth somewhere in Ukraine tells you that he's made vodka, you you're not gonna ask. <laughs> is this made of cow shit? Mm. Probably is, but who cares? Yeah. But this is my theory: is fucking product managers. Product managers have ruined everything. <laughs> is every but Christmas in general? Because you know what they do? They walk around going. That was the church, though. They go like, ah. "Oh, look!" And here are some people at a Christmas market having an experience. And I need to enhance their... Let's look at the user journey as they go to buy their glue vine. So I hate everything about Let's this already. Let's find various points on that user journey to add value. Let's increase fall asleep, customer... Okay. This is the shit but that they true. do. It's you, true. You're not wrong about this. And then you end up, instead of paying like two bucks for a glue vine, you now pay 10 for some fucking glue vine that tastes worse. But because has, a UX designer. Yeah, but it has a beautiful design and it comes in a fucking stupid cup. <laughs> it was stone paper. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Interesting fact. You know why Father Christmas is red and white? No. Because of a rebranding by Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. I think back in the Seriously. 60s. D did you know who the model was for their no, Father Christmas? Was it? it was... A Coca-Cola truck driver. No way. Coca-Cola yeah. truck driver. And it's all a branding marketing scheme. A future episode, we got to get into the Swiss version of, of Father Christmas. Or the racist one. We've yeah. Done. yeah. <laughs> so, Sammy Klaus and Schmutzli. My God. Yeah. We are very close to the Dutch people in this one. Uh, <laughs> do you know what we could do? Beat. Up, on, up on the Hongerberg, like by Science City or the ETH, they have this hut and they like... We can go there, the three of us, <laughs> with the kids. <laughs> and they have the whole Sammy Clouds, like, authentic, some guys from a local church. Uh -huh. They do it old school style. It's like, and it's not like all things you never hear about it anyway. But once my kids went to that, and it's like... Well, now you have to give context to what the hell Schmutzli is. <sighs> all right, we're doing this? <laughs> okay. So, or... <laughs> Well, let me tell I will you. have to wash and hand sanitizer after this episode. Let's go into a full episode of, of racial, I'm uh, not sure cultural it, traditions. Yeah, but are we, I don't know. Like to me, Schmutzli, is, at least as I experience it as a foreigner, it's just like you got the good guy, Sammy Klaus, and the bad guy, Schmutzli. And Schmutzli <laughs> is like a dude that cleans your, cleans your cellar. So What's he's, uh, Schmutzli he's covered, translated he's, into? He's, like he's covered in translated? dirt. Dirty. Dirty. Okay. Yeah. Now it happens that he's happens to be wearing blackface, <laughs> yeah. but it's dirt, not oh, actual oh, blackface. Right, yeah. That's my yeah. excuse for the you know, yeah. The he's, a, he's, a, he's a chimney sweep. He's a <laughs> chimney sweep. Like if you sweep a chimney, <laughs> you, you might end up with accidental blackface. Oh no! It's Oopsies. yeah, and he's pretty well. So he's basically the assistant. He's the assistant, but then they, they, when they do it, like, so this, this one they do on Hongerberg is like, it's a hut somewhere belongs to the town. It's super fucking hot in there. And then they, the Sammy Klaus tells a story and Schmutzli just makes these fucking scary noises. And the kids are like, 
oh my god this guy is fucking it's like two dudes one of them kind of sending out a nice grandfather vibe the other is like a scary vibe and between the two of them the kids are like what the fuck and they're really impressed he had he had a different name once um he was called knecht ruprecht (laughs) what does that mean I don't know. It's just like uh, a servant Ruprecht or whatever. Like he, oh, he, he, he was always considered a servant. The schmutzli bit is that came later. <laughs> Jesus. What's, uh, uh, what's the traditions like in the UK? Uh, pretty close to pr- pretty close to the US, I think. Yeah, this is what's annoying about, it, especially from South Africa, the point of view of Christmases. We see like the London ads, the American ads. So it's all snow and Christmas trees and fat Santa and, you know, there's reindeer outside. And isn't it, wouldn't it be nice if the world was Cadbury's, you know? But then we look outside and it's the fucking Savannah and we've got a Christmas tree. <laughs> so your Christmas, <laughs> drink, your Christmas drink is Savannah Dry. That's always interesting, actually. So you actually have to kind of pretend that there's snow even though yeah, there's christmas trees with fake snow on it yeah is that peak summer like 20 pretty much yeah i'm trying to think what would be the equivalent it would be like that there was some surf party that was done on the first of january <laughs> in europe yeah like <laughs> and every swim everyone no, puts it, on it, hawaii it, shirts well, and carries here's, a surfboard here's how colonialism works we eradicated all the cool parties that people would have in summer in South Africa. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Harry. <laughs> Otherwise, we would have the cool surf party in the Indian Ocean. I, I mean, I've told you this before, but my family has a direct role in this. Like this Sir Harry yeah. Smith dude and his Sir Lady Smith. And I read his diaries about what the shit he got up to in South Africa and it's good times. For the time, he was like quite progressive. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh. but still, well, he so was uh, like. Wait, what, wasn't your prime minister that won the um, Nobel Prize together with Mandela? He died recently? Uh, F.W. Uh, de Klerk. De Klerk, yeah. He yeah. died last week or the week can before? You, can you say de Klerk the de way Klerk. she. The way FW de Clack. Ah. Yeah. The only <laughs> thing I hear is. The crazy shit is, I grew up I, because he was always in the news in England when I was Clark. growing up. I heard Clark. the clerk a lot. The clerk. <laughs> oh, shit. The clicky clerk. What was the thing in Lethal Weapon? With the Afrikaans rigs. people? You had rigs and you had. No. Oh. Oh fuck! The yeah, it was like, thing. It was like in oh, lethal uh, weapon uh, too. Something immunity, but uh, this diplomatic immunity. Diplomatic yeah, immunity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the way that you just said the clerk, that's the only thing that came into my mind. Like, diplomatic immunity. <laughs> uh, what was I saying? I I think honestly, like good. Fuck him. He died. By the way, did yeah, you see his he apology totally video? What? I now understand that the the racism that I've in pain inflicted on the African people was terribly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and he said that at what? At ninety-seven? Fucking lay down, man. This is funny to watch. Um, yeah, that guy. He just got lucky. The fact that he got that Nobel Prize, I don't with even know. Mandela. It's just it's so fucking weird because. It, yeah, anyway. But do you think, I mean, could it be that he was just a victim of circumstance? He was like... <laughs> Aren't we all victims yo, of wait, circumstance, no, Harry? No, that's Isn't called... Hitler just a victim of getting kicked out of art school? <laughs> oh, who fucking who? No, 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 no. It's called being born white. Because... No, <laughs> wait, wait. Oh, came out the white Hitler, Hitler actually made shit happen. The clerk, he's like, he just... He... Oh, what? He just found himself at the head of a racist snake. And it was like I enjoyed here. Yeah, he just followed his career, well. his career. He path. was eating a lot, dude. Come on, Harry, you can't fucking make an excuse for someone like that. I'm just trying to figure no, out if no, he had this. There's no devil's no advocate for that guy. No, I know you're trying to. I, I know. I know what you're trying to say. Dude, but what? So what so, kind of? What, like, okay, what kind of shit? This? What kind of shit did he do? I don't actually know much of the history of the Clive, <laughs> to be honest, because I couldn't care less. Okay. Right? We know about the Dutch because we blame the Dutch. We blame everything on the Dutch, the blackface Dutch, who came down and colonized and uh, what was it Fun Fun Rebeck. 
Yeah, and then uh, also the Brits that killed all the Dutch for a while. And we only <laughs> talk like, about it's how... It's very complicated. Yeah, we only talk about how the Brits were slaughtered by Shaka Zulu. Mm. That's, that's, that's the textbook page number one. <laughs> the British getting their asses raped by naked black men. That guy was amazing. Shaka Zulu. You guys got to read that story. Mm. You know what? The British came and Shaka Zulu was like a, a, a warrior. There's a joke about him being gay because he would go into the bush and he would spend time with his troops naked in the bush for like a month or whatever. <laughs> but he developed a lot of uh, new weapons and that helped them defeat the British when they came. Like the short spear. All right. And I bet in London, because there's one in, there is one in London. Motherfucker, the Ushaka um like restaurant king shaka okay in in Cam camden in uh -huh. camden there's a giant ushaka bar slash restaurant there's a huge statue of him in there which oh, is wow. reverse colonialism finally yeah i guess it's like <laughs> <laughs> they the picture back like that guy raised guy killed about a bunch of us this is why we're wearing puppies at the moment <laughs> is that <laughs> But is that what they're portraying in that movie Zulu with Michael Caine? Like, I believe so, yeah. Okay. I don't think I've seen that one. Michael Caine. Michael. Michael Caine. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, the thing is, uh, yeah, I know, it's funny. The other thing the English did was they invented the concentration camp. Well, That's for a, the Dutch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is great. It's like, <laughs> it was white on white racism. <laughs> Jesus it's like, Oh, man. Also, yeah, yeah. Fun. The world is fucked. Uh, Talk about good things in the world. I heard that there's something cool happening December time. Yeah, I I did too. Um, what was it again? I think I oh, think there's going to be a glue vine stand. So I hear uh, comedy yeah. house. A what? <laughs> <laughs> a glue vine stand. Fuck that, ladies and gentlemen. On the third of December is going to be what, Harry? It's going to be the XYZ live show. Nice. This Boom. is version number two XYZ live show at Live at the Comedy House, 3rd of December. Come, bring your friends. Tickets available now. Uh, you can go through our Instagram at XYZ Podcast or on Facebook. I'm sure there's an event somewhere. Okay, let's ask a real question here. Have we have we started to believe in our own bullshit? Are we as, like the last time we did a live show, it was a crazy time. I think it was a bit fucked up, but- It, it was a, an amazing show. It was an amazing According show. According to the audience. According to the audience. We have testimonies, okay? Exactly. And can we still bring it, or have we, have we started to believe in our own celebrity? Um, I don't know about I've, you. I don't. I don't want what celebrity. What, what are you talking about? I, you know, it's like we've been doing this podcast now for a long time, and it's just like we're we're just like believing. Are you in trying the, to say you, the, you believe in the, the audience? Glory of X Y Z, and, and there's no glory in what we do, Harry. You should know this. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the only glory in your ginger beard. I'm just I'm just proposing. A, no, is, it, what are you trying to say here? I'm just asking a question. Like maybe Go ask the question. And and you guys, instead of questioning my premise, should be coming back with like why we are not. Well, say it with gusto. <laughs> say it as if you're not like doubtful. Do you guys also think we're celebrities? Have we? Are we fucking sellouts? That's my question. Sellouts. Have we sold out to the man, the corporate? No. Fuck Do, off. We don't even have sponsorship. How can we have been fucking sellouts? We. We're definitely the opposite of sellouts, I think. Exactly. We're too broke to be sellouts, boy. <laughs> but we'd like to sell out a show. Now, exactly. That's a thing. Nice. Nice link. Well done. If we sell out the show, um, there's going to be... Uh, Free champagne. <laughs> for us. <laughs> <laughs> um, and maybe we can convince the Comedy House crew for glue wine. But I doubt that people want glue wine can but, you put that on instagram what are we talking about here admin fuck that christian can we comedy shows are amazing they are amazing only when we're there okay <laughs> and when you're there and we actually have an audience <laughs> please buy tickets <laughs> please buy tickets it would be tremendous okay let's get to some begging five now people. please yeah please. 
Bills. Yeah, uh, bring your grannies, bring your bring your kids, whatever. Just come. Bring yeah, your they don't even have to listen as long as they buy a fucking ticket. Yeah, no, it's gonna be fucking fun, dude. The first time was fun. We gotta yeah. yeah we're if you were there, step before, it up a little bit this time. We want we want to a check in with you. We're gonna we want to find out. We want to catch up since last time. What what progress? What happened with you guys? Because you don't fucking write any emails, so we gotta see it in person. You gotta we be do there. Get emails apparently. My sister wrote one. <laughs> what? Has Christian been sitting been, on the email? Yeah, he's been Christian Breaker. What the fuck, man? Okay, okay. checking now. We may even need an edit point here. No. If, if we're gonna no, no, no. We're not editing no, any no, emails. No. Okay, straight we're, out there. we're waiting for Christian to figure out we the iPhone. We are not editing anything. Are you excited for the show, Harry? Two weeks. Oh, actually, yeah. I, I am. A, a two weeks? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Two weeks no. time. Okay, we we got to level up here. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this is Sorry, what I've been actually, it's a shitty time to do a show. Like Christmas no, is fucking it's nightmare time. time. Do you know what we're gonna sacrifice for you guys? Like, I'm supposed to be thinking about Christmas presents for my kids and all this no, kind of shit. No, you're not. And I'm gonna say fuck all that. We're gonna bring yeah. the shit to make you yeah. guys happy. To take you through the misery yeah. of fucking December. We'll make your life good again. You're there going like, I've booked my holidays, but there's no fucking snow that's going to show up until February. We've got so mailbags. You, you just, you just kind of have a hot Christmas at home with your, Ew. with your, with your family. Don't ever say a hot Christmas again. No, that sounds horrible. And then, do you know what's funny actually? What I like is talking to Swiss couples. You've, I'm sure you've been in this situation. Where it's like their Christmas is okay. So we went to his family on Christmas Day, and then we went to her family on. You insist on boring everyone with some stories. It, this is real shit. This Project is. Project managers. This is stuff people kind of use a journey, and then we dude, went on holiday. I'm describing but a problem I that real it. people it's relate annoying, to. But yeah, we got yeah. mail, right? No. Oh. What the fuck? So your sister's not knowing how to use the emails. <laughs> <laughs> we we will discuss this. Did she put that message Whatever. on a pigeon? Like what? <laughs> hey, listen, don't you mock Africans, boy. I'll fucking cut you. Okay. Can we get a message delivered by pigeon? I would love that. Uh, okay, cool. Well, anything else? <laughs> <laughs> Harry's like, yes, just I'll see. just latch onto anything at this point, just to keep it rolling. <laughs> just to keep, just, just to, to keep it rolling. Just to I talked to tickets. an old Swiss couple the other day. <laughs> Uh, buy some tickets fuck. come to the show any plugs uh, yeah um, so this is coming out tomorrow uh, yeah uh, Thursday night um, there's gonna be another show at Comedy House which is gonna be pretty awesome with the great Peter Flanagan not as cool um, as 3rd December not as cool as the 3rd of December obviously because it has the three and of here's, us here's what's different is with Peter Flanagan you have to sit passively and listen with the XYZ live show you get you get comedy first half, yeah. second half. Yeah. You get to express. You get to be creative. You get to yeah. interact. That actually might scare people away. Yeah, but in not a, as cool as third December. In a safer, it didn't Fair scare enough. them away last time. No, you I said that actually, last time. Actually, they were up people for people love that shit. They, yeah. wanted, they wanted their little. They wanted their chance to be a star without actually having to put mm, in the work. Yeah. And some and people and we, were. And some were the star. Yeah, who was that dude with the big cock? <laughs> You'll never forget this man. This is your long lost father. <laughs> What was his name again? Hans. Was he'll, be, he'll be back. Yeah, there was a man with a big giant dick on stage. There was a. That was me. I mean, apart from you, there was two technically. I mean, between... there was my ex ex girlfriends on stage. <laughs> there were some supermodels. There were some randoms. There was a Mike Gladhill mole on stage at one point. <laughs> <laughs> there was a bottle of whiskey on stage. <laughs> there was a lot of Harry drinking on stage. Yeah. Come 3rd December, okay? 3rd of December, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be heaps cool. Uh, bring your friends. Um, bring your not-so-loved ones because you want to try that them first. Bring people... Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, oh if, if you have people you don't like, buy them tickets, send them, but you don't have to go yourself. <laughs> yeah, bring your first well, day on Tinder. We'll make you look good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. <laughs> send us an email first. So that's... You cannot say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll fuck your girlfriend. That's what Harry's trying that's to say. That's what I'm saying. And we're gonna, I'm, I'm a wingman extraordinaire. Dude. Bye. All right. Bye.